Whitey Puzzleman's Crossword Hour for another week. I am Bianca Brady, and I'm here with my co-host, the lovely, talented, and brilliant Olivia Shepson. Hello. Hello. And let's not waste any time because we have two very exciting guests here today. Uh, Comedians, word maestros, I would say probably word lovers i would say probably mike kaplan is here hello mike hello thanks for having me on your show and uh, i'll definitely say that i'm a word lover i don't love all words but in general some of them are naughty i mean yeah i i love that words are some of them beat up my dad it could be (laughs) um and then the host of the crossword show which is a live show that we saw last night. Zach Sherwin is here. Hi, thanks for having me. I can't believe it. It's so fun. (laughs) Because, I mean, even being able to hate or feel strongly negative about some words can only be the flip side of loving some words and being the kind of person who would have strong opinions about them, right? You could see people being like, what? What? Words? What do you mean? Agreed. There are people who, if you said, how do you feel about words? They might be like, get out of here, nerd. Uh, <laughs> but there are other people that might be like, oh, that's a good question. How do I feel about words? <laughs> that's, and we, okay, we got it. You like them. And no, I, I have to think more about it know. and use more of them. You're so right. Having any feeling about words at all means that you probably like them. It's like being a super taster or being fragrance sensitive. Do you know what I mean? Should I say more? Say more. Um, Super tasters, as I understand it, everyone's taste buds fall into one of three categories. You're either the kind of person who is a non-taster, so you can eat any level of spicy food, you like really bitter coffee. Most people are in the middle 50%, and then super tasters are exquisitely sensitive, and they get very high highs out of tastes that are great, but they also, spicy foods are tough. And then, like, fragrance sensitivities, you know, places are like, please don't wear scented perfumes or... um, So, you know, I feel like I'm that with language. Olivia's that. Fragrance sensitivities? Fragrance sensitivities? And a super taster. And a super taster. And a super taster. It turns out I happen to be both of those. Hmm. It's really what she brings to the table along with her genius. Sure. That's great. So, is it... It's probably too late to call this show word super tasters, but... (laughs) Uh, Alphabet super tasters. Alphabet super tasters. I don't know. Wow. There's always time to rename it. Yeah. But probably not. I understand. Um, So let's talk a little bit about the show that we saw last night. Zach, you've been doing this show in L.A. Yeah. I have this new... It was interesting to hear you call it the crossword show. (laughs) My emphasis is usually on the crossword show. (laughs) What kind of show is it? So I think this is to say I'm very tiptoey about blazing into the crossword world it's and saying, I've got the crossword show. <laughs> Anything that's been like this before, wiped clean. But what's been really nice about the show is that it started because I think in the summer of 2017, almost two years ago, I got a, 
uh, someone hit me up on Twitter, a crossword constructor named Will Nettiger, who I assume your listeners know or that you, yeah. So Will's great. He's constructed a lot of New York Times crossword puzzles and he publishes his own puzzles in lots of other places. And he said, I think he followed me on Twitter and I tweeted a lot of wordplay and he said, I like what you're doing on here. Maybe we could figure out some way to collaborate. And so it turned into the show, which is... Um, comedians solving a crossword puzzle live on stage and with comedy and music involved in it. And um, it's been really great. After we wrote our first puzzle with Will, uh, we said, who should we, we, who should we write our second one with? And he suggested Laura Bronstein, who is the constructor behind our second puzzle. When we were done with that, we said, who should we do our third puzzle with? And Laura passed us on to Rebecca Falcon, who gave an amazing grid that I'm like midway through writing for the third puzzle. So it's a cool, like, hand-to-hand kind of telephone game. And I really like that we're tapped into this wonderful community of smart uh, super tasters, in part (laughs) because it makes me feel like I'm not like an interloper. um, And it's cool to get to know the community and be involved with people who are members of it. Can I add, uh, I like, I, about the tiptoeing into the world of, like, you know, you don't want to be like, I'm doing the premier, like, crossword experience. Obviously, crossword puzzles have a rich history, but, and I'm I'm also not an expert in all things crosswords, but it's my uh, uninformed layperson's guess that there's not a lot of crossword Shows it's not a thing that gets performed frequently, so I would submit another a, a third alternative for emphasis: the crossword show, <laughs> because it is uh, now one of the top crossword interactive onstage performances in yeah. the country. I would bet the premier, <laughs> the greatest crossword showman, starring Hugh Jackman, <laughs> <laughs> Zac Efron. Ah. This is me solving a puzzle <laughs> on stage. So yeah, you're not uh, you're not staking a claim into anyone's world where you're not you're not pushing anyone out of anything. You're you're making like a new you're uh, shooting it off into a new dimension. Like crossword puzzles were on a piece of paper. You're like, what if they were three dimensional in life with people <laughs> and on a screen with videos and interactive trivia? Though I am familiar with when people try to depict comedy somewhere, they always get it wrong. And I remember I was in debate in high school, and one time, because this was, I mean, it still sounds fun, I won't throw it under the bus, our debate team got together and watched a Kirk Cameron movie that was like a romantic comedy teen romp kind of thing, but set in the world of a debate team. And it was very high stakes and like lots of dramatic music and, we were like, they got everything so wrong about it. These idiots. Oh, they don't know the first thing about what it's really like. We so, should debate them about that. Right. <laughs> I would hate to yeah. be coming in with all kinds of, you know, the wrong sorts of presumptions. So having Will and Laura and Rebecca as mentors and people to check in with and run my clues by, like, is this, is this kosher, has been a really, really cool part of the process. So are you interested in co-constructing or creating a submission for the New York Times, since you already have sort of some practice and a lot of the New York Times puzzles are co-created with some of the people that you mentioned. Are you interested in doing that? I'm not particularly interested in it. You basically have done it. I mean, <laughs> and I, you should submit, is what I think. Have, have you submitted? Have you two? No, it's, yeah, as I'm sure you know, it's very difficult. Mm. Um, I haven't even tried to make one. Yeah. Uh, I, I, 
I always like I, I've always liked word word games and puzzles and challenges, but specifically the New York Times crossword was not a thing that I ever did until I started working on this show. And actually I worked through the whole first one without ever looking at it. Mm-hmm. And um only after I wrote it I was I started listening to crossword podcasts and I thought there are no other ones besides this one though. That's exactly <laughs> I meant <crossword>. episodes <laughs> of your podcast. Um and I thought it's weird that I'm not basically literate with like the you know, the foremost thing that most people know about when it comes to crosswords. So I did start doing the crossword and I think it's fun, but I really like cryptic crosswords, but I think Ugh. that's because I like wordplay. Um, so and hard. They're, so they're fun. hard and, and fun. Um, so yeah, I'm not like a crossword lifetime enthusiast or anything. Um, it, and I think having something that I'm not super close to gives me some good creative distance um, where I'm like, my, you know, the things that I'm into doing are comedy and music and wordplay. And then the crossword is just a really nice structure to bounce off of. And it also gives me a set of topics that I'm going to write comedy about. So I view it kind of like a really fun homework assignment for me to like rub my hands together and get in on. Uh, I'll also, you reminded me uh, like the idea of Liking wordplay is the same thing as uh, like sort of a parallel to liking, uh, as we were talking about before, words. Like the thing that's fun is the play, like more, even more than the words. Like sometimes it's concept play. Sometimes it's like there's plenty of wordplay that exists that also isn't fun or isn't original or isn't as, you know, high caliber as other. And there's probably more, like if some, if you ask, you know, you crowdsourced like hey give us like some wordplay like there's probably lots more to be like oh well uh percentage wise i don't like wordplay i guess but you like creating you like playing you like you know discovering and you know making finding like and that's i feel like that's what we all what whatever you do whether you know whether it's you know art or science or you know w- hopefully like something in your creative personal professional where you know whether it's a hobby or for work that it's the the doing uh, that is the fun thing, and sort of it's now it's just getting filtered through this this crossword lens yeah. as opposed to so yeah it's interesting that you're like ooh like I love I love playing with words and then somebody's like what if you did it in this grid and you're like yeah that'll work yeah that's what I was thinking when when we saw the show last night which was phenomenal thank you and so entertaining and fun um, and also like challenging you know like you have to be a an engaged audience member and you can't stop paying attention because then you'll miss something that will come back around and be important and you'll be like oops turns out I was dumb five minutes ago and it really came back and bit me in the ass however (laughs) what I was gonna say is it seemed to me like the puzzle element of the show is just as you said, like an entry point to doing all this other stuff around the puzzle, which I think is kind of what Olivia and I have done with this show, Mm. which is just that she and I kind of like wanted to talk about weird stuff that we know or stuff that we didn't know. And this is just like fodder for conversation every week. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, it's a delivery mechanism. Like if I said, I want to write a show about, um, cheese, music, Greek goddesses. People would be like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, they're all crossword words. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's great. Yeah. And, and I always really like, I love comedy that 
takes kind of like primary source material and like breaks it down. I think it's so comedy is so essentially anti-authoritarian and it's like naming dynamics that are present, but maybe aren't getting spoken to and calling out. Can I swear on the podcast? Please sure. Calling out bullshit. And, um, <gasps> Oh, not that swear. <laughs> so, uh, I think doing the crossword puzzle, it's not that the puzzle is bullshit, but it sort of gives you an authority figure in some way to like rebel against. Like I like feeling of the show like, Hey, I didn't pick these words. Like Laura gave me the grid full of words. So if there's a weird coincidence, then that's not my doing. It really is a coincidence. Somebody else chose the words. Um, as opposed to like when a comedian st- a stand up gets on stage and then is like, can you believe that I wore this outfit? Like, <laughs> right. I look like a, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you, I believe it because you put it on. <laughs> right. Yeah. But this, you're like, can you believe that this puzzle that somebody else gave me, didn't you ask them for the puzzle? I didn't tell them to do this though. <laughs> right. Right. They did a thing without me. But I know what you mean though, feeling a little bit like an interloper in that world because, um, I do the Instagram account for our show, but Olivia is in charge of the Twitter. Hmm. And she's like, you know, texting me about crossword Twitter and what it's like. And it's just, it seems intimidating. Well, from the outside, I, I feel like you guys are all intralopers. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, Twitter is uh, pretty intense. Um, what do you mean? Can you give any examples, like from any walk of life? Uh, yes, I can give you some examples. So, um, most of the people who tweet about the crosswords are also people who either construct them or uh, compete in comp- competing competitions where you solve. Speed. Sure. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, one thing that I was talking about is how people will complain daily about, you know, the terrible theme, the terrible fill. This was a really slow time for me on a typical day. And then their time is like under five minutes. So right. it's a lot of that kind of dickery. Yeah. And people who are just the best at stuff being like, I'm the best. <laughs> and you're like, I know. But man, all these people are like, who can have fun the fastest though? <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting. I, I I've never dipped a toe in crossword Twitter and mm. don't intend to. Um, <laughs> th- just I just like would rather not have it bouncing around in my head while I'm working on the shows. And um, it's interesting. Like I, I'm I'm at once flabbergasted by how talented. Like I like I like wordplay so much that unless you go to a community of people who also do it which I think the crossword community certainly is, Mm -hmm. you can sort of feel like I'm alone or like, I don't know, is anyone else into this stuff? Like I have a few outlets here and there and then you find the crossword community and it's like, oh my God, everyone does this and they're so talented and people are doing these wild themes and when I see it, I'm like, whoa. And then it's also cool to see what people want to level criticism at like some of it, I'm like, man, that seems kind of nitpicky or mm-hmm. wow, really? You didn't think that was a cool theme? Like to me, it seems very impressive that they were able to pull it off, but you seem very experienced in this world and I'm interested to hear that you think that that's worthy of criticism. Like, okay, I'll, I'll factor that in. Are you familiar with a Rex Parker <laughs> per chance? I've seen the name before, but I don't know the deal. He's, He's a blogger. <laughs> 
He's a premier, one of the maybe two premier crossword bloggers, mm-hmm. unofficial. Mm-hmm. Him and Jeff Chen, Jeff Chen who I know, runs Expert Info. Expert Info. Yeah. Uh, so Rex Parker fancies himself. I've said this before. Uh, an Antifa hero. So he like gets really <laughs> upset about certain clues that he sees in the puzzles. For example, this week Joe Paterno showed up yes, in the puzzle, he and he, you know, and was clued neutrally. Uh, yes. Right, exactly. Which is something. But he's a guy who's not neutral. Right. There are thoughts about him that people have that have weight morally and personally. Yeah. So there's some discussion, Biak and I talk about, you know, the if we think there's an obligation to editorialize in those cases, uh, to not clue it neutrally. I um, think it, that the clue for that should just be like, this asshole. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And then it's fine. Yeah. Like, Rex Parker was once really mad about Marine Le Pen being in the puzzle because the answer was just the word pen. Right. Sure. And then that was the clue. Marine, French politico, Marine Le Blanc. I remember that. And everyone was like, "Uh, maybe not so much that (laughs) with such a neutral tone. Right. The the answer is L-E-R. And uh, the clue is German man hit blank. <laughs> German guy mustache. <laughs> it's all fine. Adolf hit blank. <laughs> um, but I think that crossword Twitter is like such a fascinating thing to to sort of be on the on the outskirts of. Mm. And I was really honored because we did get a listener mail. From uh, listener Jenna, who is Jago and Lightfoot on Twitter, who's really fast at solving. Wow. Very impressive. Congratulations. She's one of the best. She uh, is like a co-founder of um, the Indy 500 puzzle competition. She's so cool. And I think she's involved with Incubator Crosswords. I think she publishes with them. And she sent us this video that's really funny that I'll pick, I'll post a link on our, on maybe on Twitter we'll put it, but it's because Olivia's saying that's amore to me at my birthday party karaoke. Oh, and it's mm-hmm. a really good video. So just want to say thanks to Jenna for that. Oh, cool. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you, Jenna. Um, so the show now kind of at a stopping point for the, you? The tour is at a stopping point. Um, so... We've done two puzzles so far, and each puzzle is its own whole show with its set of tropes and references and inside jokes and callbacks, its own game going on. Um, So yeah, our first show was with Will's Grid. Our second show was with Laura's Grid. And I'm about, it's difficult to say what percentage I am with working through Rebecca's Grid, but I'm in like phase three of the, out of three of like the initial batch of work. What are the phases? Um, there's writing the, well, after I come up with what the grand idea of the show is going to be, I write, um, each, there's an across clue rep and a down clue rep. So the clues in the show function as workable crossword clues, but they also work as rhyming song lyrics and specifically rap lyrics. So that's phase one is writing the clue reps. Phase two is writing a rap with the answers. Um, I want it to be a surprise for people at the show, but I don't expect the surprise to last long that the grand finale of the show is a rap that incorporates all of the answer words from the grid and also like tells a story. So that's its own 
huge thing to wrap my brain around every time. And then part three (laughs) is every time the solver's on stage, so just for listeners to paint the picture in their minds, we project all of the solving action and um, there's like an accompanying audio visual slideshow that goes with all of it. That's like a, another character in the show. But um, the third part of it is writing all the digressions that we launch into every time the solvers get one of the answers right. And that's its own whole, like thinking of what they're going to be, um, coming up with what the visuals are going to be for them, literally making the slides for the show, that kind of thing. So it's a big undertaking. Yeah, it seems like a huge amount of work. Yeah, but it is, I, I get that note a lot, which is funny to me. People, like, after shows, people will be like, wow, that seems like you worked a lot, uh, which is funny, but I, o- I actually only take it as a compliment. In, like, I, an accusatory yeah. way. Why did you do that? <laughs> I'm so entertained. <laughs> I think, a, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, please. I think, in general, people underestimate the amount of work that goes into anything. Probably with stand-up, I think it's the mm. same, and... Um, so this kind of, uh, it's more, it's the audience member can tell how much work goes into it, but Mm. I imagine that a lot of work goes into all performances, uh, that are scripted, but it kind of reveals how, Mm. how much typically goes into it. Well, uh, a couple things. One, uh, without revealing too much about the show that I also saw last night, which is the same show we're talking about. Uh, there's like, Wait, what show? oh, it's uh, called the crossword <laughs> show. Uh, cool. I think, yeah, just like word on it. Heard um, of it. Yeah. Uh, there's one. So first I think it's, it's interesting and funny that you call like the digressions, the digressions when they're, I don't know, like numerically, maybe the bulk of the show, like, and kind of the point, like you said, like you want to tell these stories or have these fun games and things happen. But it's presented kind of like, not as a ruse, but like, okay, so it's the crossword show. And then every time somebody solves it, then there's boom, like, you know, a new world opens up and it's like, you're like, okay, so, oh, but then eventually we'll get back to the thing after we do, you know, so if... I feel like it's good for if people are like, I want to see the crossword stuff. Like, okay, just digressions. Digressions are only about 90% of the thing. And then 10%, you know, it's probably mm-hmm. a different number. But that is a funny thing. But one of the, some of the work that you put in uh, to one of the digressions was reading a book because yeah. <laughs> somebody said a thing. Somebody was like, maybe this this etymology comes from this source and you're like i wonder if that's true and uh and the source was a book and you read the you know a full-length book as part of one clues digression Mm. i mean you know i love this show so much it's my favorite (laughs) thing most people don't read books yeah it doesn't like uh i don't want to sound corny but it really it feels like very justified work uh um, it doesn't feel like a, a slog. I'm cause cause the whole time I, I did read a book for the show, uh, and the whole time I'm reading it, I'm on high alert for other stuff that's going to be usable. Like, you know, at every point I'm like, Ooh, there could be an amazing thing around the corner. Um, so the tour has wrapped up, um, and I have to go home to LA tomorrow and it's like going to be a sprint to the finish on show number three, which goes up August 1st. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Um, we're going to make it, but it'll be, it'll be an intense six weeks. So today is a nice exhale. Yeah. You got to see this show. Thanks. I mean, come on. (laughs) Not international tour. Your lips to God's ears. All right. Um, also we got another listener email that's kind of 
in the spirit of the crossword show, mm. kind of the perfect coincidence. Ooh. From uh, Wait, list- but, but the crossword show is about coincidences sometimes. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> um, listener Liz, our most devoted uh, writer of emails, um, Llama Llama, she says, listener Liz again, Llama Llama Red Pajama is a very popular kid book. I don't know if you remember. From a puzzle last week, it was like children's book character oh, yeah. wearing red pajama. Right. Llama. Pajama, sorry, llama. Um, I actually saw the below video before reading it to my daughter, who's two and a half. Um, I now channel Ludacris when reading it to my kiddo. So this is the video that she sent us, and I'm just going to play a little bit of it here. It's Ludacris doing a children's book. Hey, llama llama, uh, rap pajama, reads a story with who? With his mama, hey, mama kisses, what? Baby hair, baby hair, mama llama goes all the way downstairs, hey. So, when she sent that and I saw the show, I was like, kismet? Yes. Rap. Rap Crossword is a puzzles. big part of the show. Kiss, yeah, yeah. Also, um, that beat is to the song Broccoli by the rapper Drom, whose name would rhyme really nicely with llama and red pajama. <laughs> wow. Um, what inspired the, uh, the rap in your show? I've been, so I'm a comedy writer and performer and specifically musical comedy and specifically rap has been the lane that I've worked in f- like for my whole career. And I, I've been into rap since I was a little kid and I wrote raps for a long time as a teenager and then into my twenties. And then eventually I was like, Oh, I think I can figure out how to do this in a, in a way that'll be entertaining for crowds. So, um, rap has been a through line all along for me, but I felt lost for a while because I didn't want to write raps that were as goofy as the ones I'd written in the past. And this show has kind of been like, oh, this is a cool way to use a talent that I have that I don't exactly know what direction to point it in, kind of. And so writing the clue raps, um, that's actually my favorite part of the show is running through those clue raps because it's really fun for me to, the numbers of the clues are background tracked vocals and so I like do a rap duet with myself where I like pause for the number to happen and then I like jump in on the timing of the lyric and they're very fun to go through for me. So yeah, yes. rap's been all the way along. The show, um, the puzzle that you solve on stage is available before the show like yeah. on a little table and you can kind of solve it. And we went through it before the show and I'm sure many people have this feedback but I didn't even realize that it was all rhyming until you did it. And I was like, I, I sort of had the feeling of like seeing a brilliant magician throughout the show where I was like, wait, what? How? But I didn't I'm know. And then right now. now the woman is it, cut in half. It, it's like seeing a brilliant magician that you didn't, when you didn't know you were going to see a magician. Right. Mm. You thought you were going to see a different kind of performance. You're like, I guess I'll go see this 
artistic like soliloquy, you know, just somebody monologuing. It's like, it'd be like, hey, do you want to see like a speaker like from, you know, hundreds of years ago? Oh yeah, I love a great orator, you know, <laughs> uh, a tour of an orator. Huge crossword word. Yeah. And, uh, and then you show up and you're like, oh wow, he is a good speaker. It all rhymes. There's videos. Everything is weird <laughs> and connected. <laughs> Um, I'll say thank you. It's magic. These are like the best compliments. I'm so how does my it feel to be calm, but. a brilliant mind? <laughs> um, how does it feel to be a magician? I'll say two things about what we're saying. One is that this, so the tour that we just did, this five-stop tour that ended last night, one reason for it is the show takes so much to put on, and my my partner, Dominic Delbeni, who's an essential part of the show, and it's like a half-half thing. He's really in on it. Um, he lives in the Bay Area and I live in LA. So like we can't just like put it up in LA at a moment's notice. It's like a, a very intentional produced thing to do the show ever. Um, we did this tour to try a bunch of new stuff because we just haven't had a lot of reps of the performance. Um, last night was our 11th show ever. And that includes the old puzzle. So like wow. it's really early days. Um, one thing that we did this tour that we've had in mind to try and was like one of the major things we wanted to try out, we found that even though we say at the beginning, don't yell answers at the solvers if they're not getting something that seems obvious to you, people were not doing it. They were not following that that request, especially, I have to say, people who are really, really good at crossword puzzles who come to our shows <laughs> have a hard time not yelling it out. Y'all so are on notice. We, we gave the puzzles out in advance because we wanted people to not feel the urgency of showing that they knew the answer. We wanted to like drain that juice before the show so that you can then be like, okay, I already shined in this regard. I think it worked. I think so. It we definitely did. There was a little bit of yelling out, um, but it was okay. It wasn't a, th like some people have not been able to restrain themselves and in a full-throated yell said an answer. <laughs> and I'm always like, what are you doing? You're in a, <laughs> but so anything we can do to kind of help facilitate that is good. And then. Can I say a quick thing about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, as a person who has been like that, uh, certainly as a child, uh, I'll say uh, very handily, I'm like, oh yeah, definitely I was like that as a child. <laughs> and also, I guess, into adulthood a little bit. Like, I just want to show you that, like, look, now I know how to do the right thing. And that's also, but it, this is, a, so I feel like I totally empathize with, like, I want people to know that I, that I know the right thing, except also the right thing is to not let people mm. know. So, like, learning learning that and realizing that and be like, oh, I can't, telling everyone that I, that I did the thing right is doing the thing wrong. Hmm. So I don't know if that would be helpful to try and trick people. That's to, maybe oh, a good thing God. to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as the, uh, this is actually right now is the first time I've specifically considered that like people could do the whole puzzle and then see the clues as a rap and be like oh wait i did this whole thing and i didn't know they were rap lyrics that's this is the first time you've talked to a real dummy <laughs> that's, you know i i don't Most perceive you that way at all smart, so i'm the dummy for not having spotted earlier <laughs> that that could be a thing oh. and what i love about it is i love things that are like the game started even before you got in the room and like as soon as you sat down all of the music in our pre-show playlist comes up in the show. And we think some people are going to notice that and most people won't. And we just like, it's our favorite thing. It's like even before you started. And so anything we can do. And my hope is that the show just keeps doing that again and again and again. Like there are lines that I'm trying to say through the show 
that don't make any sense comedically and only come back in the answers rap. And it's just like, I just feel like I'm playing. I just want to like play the show overall feels to me like I just built a bunch of toys and I just want to be that person in the crowd who's yelling out and being like, look at this fun thing I did. I want to share my toy with you. Like, thanks for coming to play. Like, I just want to dump the bag on the stage and then like bring them all out and (laughs) hold them up and put them back down and be like, and this one, and they go together, you can connect them. (laughs) So yeah, thanks for all the things you said. They, they're very, uh, well taken. Well, it's all true. Um, somebody in line behind us was like, Pass the duchy. <laughs> this is a song about smoking blunt. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, cool, good, good job knowing that. Can I tell you a thing about that song that we learned as part of doing the show that didn't make it in uh-huh. last night? Sure. Pass the duchy um, is by a band called Musical Youth and their kids. The song, it's a cover. The original song is called Pass the Coochie. K-O-U-T-C-H-I-E, and it is about smoking weed. Past the Duchy is about food. I think it's like a Dutch oven. Like it's it's mm-hmm. the lyrics are like, you know, it says when you've got no food in the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Huh. But because it seemed so obviously like they took a song about weed and flipped it, like Duchy became reverse slang for a joint. Like that song was meant to Red be about hung. weed no matter what. It was wow. destined to be a weed song. All right. Um, that's a cool fact. It, it's basically like somebody's like, "Hey, pass that weed. I got it. Whatever, whatever you're gonna say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd like some weed. So, uh, I'll, or I have some. Whatever you want. I have all I have is weed. So, whatever you want me to pass, it's weed. Pepper, it weed. Last week we asked the question, Will Shorts, do you do pot? Um, Olivia's dad says yes. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, he said he was at Indiana University in Bloomington in the '70s. So most likely, he does. Mm. did at that time. Mm. So anybody have insider knowledge on that, you can write in whiteypuzzleman at gmail.com. Does Will Shorts do pot? I feel like we might have some listeners who would have that intel and are withholding. <laughs> yeah. Um, Give it up. Pass the intel. Yeah. Cough it up, baby. I have uh, a kind I What I think is, at least in this uh, limited realm, uh, what I'll call interesting okay uh, so when you say like do you smoke pot or do you like drink like the question is like you you have to do it if to say yes you would think you, i have to do it at some regular interval like be like oh i did it once i don't do it now like mm-hmm. none of us right now are currently smoking or drinking i mean i i don't see any paraphernalia of the kind and so Except for the jewel, but... uh. (laughs) Oh, didn't see it. I didn't see it. Uh, But a hidden jewel. Um, That's what the crossword show is full of. Yes, Um, But it's seriously, like, I I stopped drinking alcohol in general about a year ago. Like, I probably had maybe one... Sometime in 2018, like, I probably had a single-digit number of alcoholic drinks. But when people ask me if I drink, I'm like, I don't right now. So it's interesting <laughs> to think, like, does Will Shorts smoke? Did he smoke? Like, I, I probably, I think you're you're probably right. He did, probably. But does he? Yeah. Will he admit it? Does he smoke, do mushrooms? Does he smoke DMT? Like, let, let's find out all. I mean, DMT has letters. He should. I, yeah. I mean, I think the answer is obvious. He definitely smokes DMT every mm-hmm. single day. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's that, only one, yeah. that much is clear to me <laughs> from his work at the New York Times. That makes mm-hmm. sense. 
Um, should we talk about the puzzles? Yeah, let's get uh, into the meat and potatoes of our <laughs> show. We're going to start with uh, some listener mail from my mom about a potato-related clue and answer nice. last week. Good um, Thank you very much. Uh, so last week there was a clue. Uh, the clue was potatoes have these. The answer was eyes, E-Y-E-S. So we said, huh, what does that mean? No, they don't. They can't see nothing. Um, no, they can't. My mom responded. She said, potato eyes are the spots from which new potato plants sprout and grow. Grandpop's parents always had a huge vegetable garden, and as I recall, they held back some potatoes as seed potatoes. They would cut the potatoes into chunks, each with an eye or two, replant, and new plants would grow from them. I also read that many grocery store potatoes are treated so, the, so that they won't have eyes. Then she wrote, blind potatoes, smiley face. So thanks, Mom, on the potato note. Shall we start with Sunday's puzzle? So we're going to talk about the puzzles from Saturday, June 9th. No, Sunday, June 9th to Saturday, June 15th. Sunday's puzzle is by Seth Abel. And the title is, Don't Quote Me. Um, The theme is? Like uh, things from movies where it's a line and then another guy said it, but I guess he didn't say it. But this wasn't especially successful for me because I wasn't familiar with a lot of the material that Mm. they were referencing. Is that like the way in Casablanca people think that there's a quote, play it again, Sam, but really they said, play it, Sam, play it again. It's exactly that. It's like that, <laughs> or it's like, um, Luke, I am your father is an example. Oh. He don't say that? Uh, apparently, according to the constructor on Expert Info, uh, he the other ones he wanted to fit in but couldn't was, I want to suck your blood, Count Dracula did not say that, <laughs> oh. and uh, no more wire hangers. Joan Crawford didn't actually say that in the movie. For Dracula, is it, your blood, I want to suck it. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. Yeah. I never saw that. I think I need to see more movies because, so some of the ones that did make it to the puzzle, um, 23 across, line never said by 58 across, fly, my pretties, fly. The Wicked Witch, uh, allegedly she never said that. See, I would have bet money that she did, though. Yes. And I would have lost that money. Yeah, Seth was trading on that. Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Um, 36 across is line never said by 83 across. Beam me up, Scotty. Apparently Captain Kirk never said that. But everybody thinks that he did. I think that Seth is lying. <laughs> Never. There were so many episodes of that show. Did he check all of them? Like when evil people cut together politicians saying things that yeah. they didn't say. We could probably make a version of these characters <laughs> saying these things. Beam but, me up, Scotty. Right, exactly. Have you guys seen the movie Sneakers? I love that movie. Mm. Do you nope. know the part that I... There's a part where they have to... It's like a I leave a spy. message on your service, but you do not call. Yeah, that's a part of it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, I don't. I won't spoil anymore. And Sydney Poitier. Oh yes. Don't tell me that you can't have it because I must do it, and don't tell me that you must do it because I can't know it. Wow. Or whatever. That's more the 
mood of the speech. We've quickly established the tiers of sneakers expertise at this table. <laughs> I'm second. I'm, I think I'm tied in group yeah, C. Yeah, I'm for fourth. Yeah, I'm for third. Um, okay, Olivia, anything about this puzzle that stick out to you? Sticking it out. There was one more themer that we didn't note. Uh, 17 down, the clue is British noble who never said 44 down. Uh, answer is Earl of Greystoke. And 44 down is me, Tarzan, you, Jane. Ah. That's especially cool because he had to have another name because the quote said his name in it. Right. Oh, so yes. it's cool that Tarzan is also the Earl of Greystoke. Otherwise, you couldn't clue it. Oh, he is? Yeah. See, that's what was missing. I've ne- me. I don't know Earl of Greystoke. The story is like his. there was like a shipwreck or something, and his parents, the nobles, were... So Tarzan always has an escape hatch, you know? If things in the jungle ever get too hard, he can go back to his life of like European trust privilege. <laughs> He's a trust fund kid. <laughs> Fucking Tarzan. So I, typical. My solving experience on this puzzle, I actually broke a nice streak on this puzzle um, because I had to ask for help because I was... Con- I Afterwards, I felt better about it than I might have because I was like, there was no way, no matter how many times I went through and checked every answer, I was going to get it. I thought the quote was, fly me, pretty as fly. Oh. And I thought, I spent way, I had a lot to do and I was like, I'm not going to break my streak and ask for the, the answer here, but I did. And I was like, well, I never would have got that. Did you do check puzzle? I did, did check you? puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. But um, does anyone else sympathize with that? Or does does that seem totally foreign to you? That it would be me, me pretties, pretties rather than my pretties? I was not already not really familiar with that. <laughs> She's like a pi- the Wicked Witch of but I th- the Earl of ship. Greybeard. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that is the right line that she does say. Oh, that's a very flattering interpretation of that. I hope you're right. Well, what can I say? I actually thought it was fly me uglies. Is that possible? I didn't oh, yeah. think that, that uh, to be clear. <laughs> I'm <You> idiot. <laughs> it is redeeming of the Wicked Witch that she considers those horrid flying monkeys pretty. Yeah. Like she's able to find beauty in terrible <laughs> things. That's You're how. able to find beauty in this witch. <laughs> yeah. I sympathize. She, well, Wicked was about that, right? Yeah, it was Never 100% it. humanizing. Did you see it though? I also didn't see it Mm-mm. or read it. It no. was a book first. Mm. Uh-uh. I though I do know why. her name. Who? The Witch. Isn't her name Alphaba? Mm. <laughs> That's right. Um, Which is like alphabet. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. I feel like I'm at the crossword show again. <laughs> <laughs> You're at a crossword show. The crossword show. <laughs> um, so 28 across yeah. is a... So any clue that has a question mark at the end of it, you guys may know that it's going to be tricky and you have to read it like this. Shopping center? <laughs> oh, I'm glad we're talking about this. So I didn't understand it until I went back and took my notes. The clue is, I mean, the clue is shopping center? And the answer <laughs> is peas, P-E-E-S. So uh, I'll say that I don't understand immediately. You'll like it when you get it. Great. The center of the word shopping oh, is Oh, it's two-letter two P's. Oh, God. Oh, I thought it was that one time I peed in a shopping center. I like that one, too. (laughs) One time I got arrested for peeing in the middle of a shopping center. How could I have known that? You didn't tell me. my mom... Okay, sorry, mom, but this is how I remember the story. Maybe you remember it differently. We were in the Providence Place Mall. Peas. Pee-pee. The Peas Mall. The Pea Center. 
And I was trying on these like hideous boots that I didn't really like. My uglies. And she was like, <laughs> you should get them. And I was like, I'm going to have diarrhea in my pants. And I was like, okay, I'll get them. And then I ran and had diarrhea in the bathroom at the mall. And then I never wore the boots because I didn't like them. She was like, why the hell did we buy these if you're never going to wear them? Wow. And I, I felt like because I um, I was under pressure in that moment. <laughs> so that's my experience at the, the shopping center, that Providence Place. sense. Sorry, Kate Byrne. She's gonna. <laughs> I can't do her voice, but I. I think she might take umbrage with. Uh, She's gonna the, debate the veracity of this whole. I feel story. like she'll like finally getting to the bottom of an unexplained mystery from her life. Yeah, there was. A Why did we buy those boots? <laughs> it was getting the to the bottom. <laughs> Ew! I thought I kind of giggled that seventy-seven down. <laughs> that was the other clue I started oh, yeah. and wanted to bring up next. The, oh sure. The clue is. Part of Caesar's boast, and the answer is, I came. <laughs> it would be cool to have a shirt with Caesar giving his speech and just the speech bubble. I came. Just <laughs> cut the rest of the famous. Uh, and then somebody who's like a uh, what do you call like a pe- like a peeping tom, but uh, just a, a voyeur. It's like I saw. <laughs> Cute. Oh and, my god. Okay. And then a second pe- uh, voyeur who's like I concurred. Oh my god. Okay. T-shirt company. It's happening. T-shirt, what, Penny? I'm sorry, everybody. Um. Okay, should we move on to Monday? Let's do we it. We got to move on. Yeah. We don't have a lot of time here. Um, on Earth? Yeah. yeah. I'm actually terminally ill. Oh. Just kidding. I'm not. I'm fine. Um, this puzzle is by Brad Wilbur. Um, a quick little Monday solve for me. I enjoyed it. The theme is cute. It's revealed at 56 down, uh, where the endings of 17, 33, 43, and 63 across are often found. Mm. And the answer is purse. So 17 across, not strict adherence to what really happened, say, Mm. dramatic license. Uh 33 across, when a fresh factory crew arrives, shift change. Go on. 43 across. Archipelago forming the southernmost part of the continental U.S., Florida Keys, and then 63 across, member of an NFL team transplanted to Los Angeles, that's where Zach lives, in 2017, San Diego Charger. So you put your license, your change, your keys, and your charger in your purse, you're good to go for the day. It's a cute little theme. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. How'd you guys like this solve? Zach? Um, it was slower for me than usual. I think because I put at four down instead of for redundant word in front of total instead of sum, which mm-hmm. makes sense with the clue and is a good clue. I wrote sub because I wasn't thinking about it and arrogantly thought, that's not redundant. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like that reminds me sometimes in a restaurant uh-huh. when I see a server carrying food that's definitely not mine to a table that's definitely not mine I'll be like hey they're bringing our food to the wrong place <laughs> and they got our order wrong <laughs> <laughs> why do you guys do that I mean that's for fun I do it for fun 
Oh, okay. Then. As a joke for oh, fun. Oh, I thought you really did it. Oh no, for I'm real sorry. IRL. I I was a good actor. I'm sorry. I was. Yeah, such a I good believed actor. that. But wow. now that you said it's for fun, I'm gonna start doing oh, it. Oh please, everyone. Just because I love fun. Oh yeah. There was some discussion over 23 across. The clue is surefire winner, and the answer is shoe-in, S-H-O-O-I-N. What's the problem? Uh, The problem was that a lot of people up until solving this puzzle thought it was shoe-in, S-H-O-E. I've got a shoe. I've got a foot in the door. I'm a shoe-in. But that's not true or correct in my understanding. I guess not, but I also thought it was shoe, like a shoe on your foot. In. There's a name for these that's escaping me right now. It might be egg corns, but there is a name for them. <laughs> and it totally makes sense the way it's the way it's being said. And there's other great examples of them. And I'm sure people at home are like, yes, the name for them is this. And the classic right examples in. are this and this and this. <laughs> Whiteypuzzleman at gmail.com. Listen to mail that. We, we often talk about the crossword alien who is our friend. Um and he made an appearance here at 21 across. The clue is, well, let, I'll start with the answer. Oh. <laughs> the answer is tasted. And the clue is confirmed the flavor of. Mm-hmm. That's great. You came up with the term crossword alien? Yes. That's so good. So he comes in and he's like, uh, let me confirm the flavor of your pizza. <laughs> and you're like, huh? Nobody says that. Licked and then knew what it was. Uh, (laughs) Could identify after putting tongue on. Do you think that alien is a non-taster, a super taster, (laughs) or right in the middle? He's an N-A-A-N taster. A he non-taster. likes to confirm the flavors yeah. of Indian food. I'd also like to confirm the flavor of some Indian food. Oh, yeah. Of none. How, hey, uh, a server comes over to the table. Hey, how's everything uh, flavor confirming for you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. It's, it's fun to... I, I like the movie it creates in my mind, though, of someone being like, oh, this, this, uh, this beer tastes like mango. I had an IPA the other day that my, <laughs> Dominic, my partner, was like, mango? And then I took a sip of mine, and I was like, it does taste like mango. Fit so, flavor confirmed. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so I sympathize with that. That works for me. It's a nice alternative to how's everything tasting, because we're not supposed to say that at the job that I work at now, where Bianca used to work. Because it's a corporate office, not a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's everything tasting? Just ask how my weekend was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me confirm the flavor of your desk real fast. <laughs> we we have a friend named Eric Charles Nielsen who has a joke that's like, some countries are, some political regimes are theocracies, and I always think, who would want to be ruled by Malcolm Jamal Warner? Um, <laughs> which which reminds me of Twenty Eight Down, okay. clued as letter you don't pronounce in Jeopardy and Leopard, uh-huh. and is um, the O. The O. Oh, good. That'd be a funny thing to call Theo Huxtable. Theo Huxtable. Yeah. Uh, Theo. The last clue uh, from this puzzle that I made a note about was 48 down. Made me laugh. Uh, The clue is time of lackluster performance. (laughs) And the answer is off day. (laughs) Bit of a misdirect, but was funny. Made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It happens to the best of them. <laughs> oh, I thought it was of F day. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on? Tuesday? Yep. Do it. Okay. This puzzle was Hazavinya themed. Oh, yeah. This uh-huh. is so cool. Circle of Wow. Yeah. Is there a reason that it is? Well, 
1994 was the release date. Uh, uh, so they're celebrating uh, their 25th, 25th anniversary. anniversary. Mm-hmm. On wow. the day we arrive on the planet <laughs> and blinking step into <laughs> the sun. Yes. There is more. So this puzzle was Lion King themed. Um, what? It is crackling with Lion King yeah. stuff. It's a and bit of overkill in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked how, if if you could see where I circled all of the theme answers on my piece of paper here. Oh, yes. It's all symmetrically laid out. Look at it. Similar mm. to some stuff in the crossword wah, show that wah, we saw last wah, night. Wah. Wow. Yeah. I also like that there's an A right in the middle. <laughs> Yeah, that's nice. You know, it's the first letter of the alphabet. Oh, yeah. Do you guys... Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's what I'm bringing. Which one? (laughs) There's a circle of life in the middle, and then one across, Simba's mate, Nala. 16 across. Couldn't it... Does it have to say in 23 down? Couldn't it just say Simba's mate? It could, yeah. 23 down is the Lion King. And then we got No Worries. We got Circle of Life, Hakuna Matata, Pride Rock. Scar, and then my favorite theme answer, 10 down, Julie Taymor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the clue is director of 23 Down on It's Broadway. so cool that Julie Taymor and The Lion King have the same number of letters. I know. I once tweeted something that was like, I think Hunter S. Thompson used the S as his middle initial so that his name would have the same number of letters as Gonzo Journalism. <laughs> but I don't think that that, I don't think that that kind of thing is like mind blowing to the crossword community. I'm like, does anyone else do this? And the answer is yes. There's a yeah. huge group of people who do. Can I also, so I, I really yeah. like this Julie Taymor Lion King thing. I like it because I don't know if I'm late to the game on this, but the lion Taymor. Oh, oh that's great. God. Or are you Mike. early to a game? We didn't know we were playing. Like, I'm a game changer. You're too too good. That's really good, Mike. Thank you. Um, The thing that I will say, which is one of those annoying predecessors to a sentence that's not necessary, the thing that I will say is that (laughs) 19 across, circle of life, I mean, the star of the puzzle really are the four circles in the center that spin out spell out clockwise life. Yeah. Oh yeah. So That's cool. I would say you could do away with hmm. 19 across being circle of life and Too then much life. The circle of life in the middle would be enough a little bit more affecting. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, especially because... Well, maybe that's just because it's Tuesday. So. Guys, hold on. Okay. Uh, I'll submit that it's cool. Again, I was on your side, and I'm still on your side, <laughs> but please come to also... Let's all be on the same side. Uh-huh. Uh, part of the middle the middle of that puzzle is re-air. So they're just re-airing the word life from Whoa. the circle of life. And then right. that can make you enjoy things, and you're like, oh, laughs, which is also down the middle of Rear. Oh, laughs. Yeah. Oh, laughs. It isn't sort It sort of is. Everything is exactly <laughs> that you as should have quit said. while you were ahead. <laughs> Uh-oh, let's, Zach Sherwin, ooh. crossword cop. Let's re-air. Woo-woo, <laughs> 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 too much fun that wasn't intended. Too much fun that wasn't intended. Play by the rules, son. <laughs> you're having the wrong kind of super specialized <laughs> word fun. <laughs> 
Um, uh. So funny thing happened with this puzzle because so my mom has started doing. She's kind of a star of this episode. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my mom. Wonderful. She she's from Massachusetts. Does she listen? Yes. My mom thinks that podcasts are YouTube videos, <laughs> so she doesn't listen to my podcasts. <laughs> she watches my YouTube videos and tells me that she listened to my podcasts. That's nice. <laughs> yes. Um, she's she lives in Massachusetts, and she kind of has a, an accent of that sort. And so 70 across, she was like, she's been doing the puzzle lately, and I got her into it, and she's like, I don't remember the villain from The Lion King. And we were on the phone. She goes, oh, ska! <laughs> <laughs> she was so excited. Also, her favorite kind of music that isn't popular anymore. Yeah. To Deleu. Yeah. Um, anything else here? Oh, did we like, do we like 40 down? The clue is oh. dreaded one? I don't. And the answer is Rasta. As in... Rastafarian, people who historically are portrayed as having dreads. Right. I think that I think that clue is amorally clever and also strikes me as not the choice to have gone with. Yeah. In a vacuum, it's like a clever pun to make, but I don't. I wouldn't. Are you saying that we don't live in a vacuum? That's it. How do you feel about it? Do you agree with that? Um, I kind. It gave me pause. It gives me pause. That's why I... Like the Lion King. (laughs) Give me paw. Good boy. (laughs) Julie the Tamor. Julie. Kings are Julie. They have jewels. I just feel like if you're going to do a question mark clue, you got to really be like solidly behind it. And it's got to be like... Puns are so divisive anyway. You know, you don't want to risk it. It's a treacherous tightrope. No risk, no reward. <laughs> Anything else here, Olivia? I think we should move on. Get to it me- out of here. <laughs> to Miracles. Miracles, my favorite day. Oh. oh, speaking of your friends. Yeah. This is co-constructed by Will Nediger. Oh, yeah, it's a Will. Nancy Stark. Hard G, by the way. Nediger. Nediger. Yeah. Like a lion says. I mispronounced his name at the first crossword show when he was in the room. So since then I've said it. Tried not to. Don't ever fuck up like that again. (laughs) (laughs) He was very tolerant. Um, I really liked this theme a lot. I thought it was kind of like perfect. Like, um, you know, when you put stuff in a drawer and it all fits perfectly, that's how this puzzle felt to me. Like Tetris. Yeah. Um, or like you said, like what I said more. That makes sense. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 53 across is the theme revealer. A morality as suggested by 1725 and 41 across. Uh, and the answer is lack of character. Ooh. So 17 across, 1938 Alfred Hitchcock mystery. The Lady Vanishes. 25 across, 1999 Gary Marshall comedy, Runaway Bride. And then 41 across, 1933 James Whale sci-fi horror film with The Invisible Man. Those are, those are all having a lack of character in the title, though. 
You yes. know, do you get it? It's a, jo- it's a little I, bit of a joke. Oh, I appreciate it. I like <laughs> jokes. Really tight theme. Loved it. I wonder what the third one they thought of was. Like the one that didn't make the cut. I, I envision this if I could reverse it. No, of the three that made it in, like, and also the ones oh. that didn't make the cut. But I bet someone was like, lack of character, huh? That reminds me of this movie because it's like got a missing character. Are there any other examples? Oh, there are three to five more. That could be a crossword theme. So I wonder which one kicked it off. And since I'm friends with Will, I could ask him. Yeah. Will, write in. Why do puzzlemen at gmail.com? Or just talk to Zach about it. Zach Sherwin at email place. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have any notes here, Olivia? Sure. Uh, 31 across. The clue is busing on a bus, e.g. for short. Answer is PDA. My question here is busing as in busing a nut. I don't know. (laughs) I don't think that is the answer. Oh, you don't think that's it? I I don't know what busing, maybe it's on the word like, uh, I think it's the probably friend, I don't bussing know. a nut. I think it's bussing a nut because really? I can't think of any <laughs> no. other kind of bussing. I, I don't. I I have to say that that's a. It seems. I mean, I don't have the answer. That you have a better answer than me so yeah, far. Yeah, I think it's probably bussing a nut. We have to <laughs> add, We will ask Will. <laughs> Bus, archaic or North American informal to kiss. Yeah. Yay. I think Olivia's probably right. But yeah, I'm Zach not just uh, really willing to <laughs> consider any other yeah. explanation. I agree. Yeah. So it, let's read It's not modern, certainly. We don't say that. Bussing? Yes. The, maybe the crossword alien does. Tasting, confirming the flavor. Of someone's lips on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of tasting and confirming the flavor of, we have a segment on the show called Crossword Cuisine mm. where we talk about all the food in the puzzle and whether or not it's delicious. Oh. Uh, 13 down, crepes in Indian cuisine. Dosas. Mm. Delicious. 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 Olivia? I don't think I've ever had a dosa. Oh, I recommend you have a dose of dosas. Have mm. at least uno or possibly I'm sorry. <laughs> Very nice, Mike. There's a place near my work um, called Hampton Chutney that has a really good dosa menu. So mm. I'll take you there. Okay, sounds good. Right well, next to Leeks. Dosas is right next to Leeks in the puzzle. I love Leeks. Oh, yes. Yeah? I'd like a dosa with Leeks. I bet you could get one at Hampton Chutney. At Hampton Chutney. Chutney. Yeah. Wow. What about uh, Nine Down, Jerry's partner in the frozen food aisle, my favorite food, Ben? (laughs) I thought you were going to say ice cream. (laughs) Ben is delicious. That's very funny, Bianca. Uh, (laughs) Do you know, here's, here's trivia about me and Ben. What do we have in common? Name three letters. Uh, C-A-M. Huh? What? Oh, you meant that we both... I thought you were telling me to name three letters oh, oh. Of, that would give you a clue. <laughs> no. And the, those are the first three letters of camp. We both went to the same summer camp. <laughs> you and Ben? Yes. A lot of them, I bet. Mm. Uh, 
a lot of oh Ben of Ben and Jerry yes the yes ben. yes that particular I thought you Ben just meant like a, oh, a no. guy named Ben yeah <laughs> I knew a guy named Ben at summer camp once that's why I brought it up I thought it'd be good to do Vermont right uh, it was in Connecticut but yes he is related to Ver- Vermont for sure what's yours your guys's favorite ice cream Olivia of Ben and Jerry's or just globally mm, I think I need more parameters so ben I'll go Jerry's. with Ben and Jerry's gonna say Terry Garcia. Hell yeah. It's my move. Because he's Blaze. Because <laughs> <laughs> I chief the main. Chief the kind bud. I chief the kind bud. Oh, man. Because you. Sm- <laughs> is it okay to say, as we already have acknowledged, that yes. you're smoking a vape? Yes. You're, you should be like Julie Taymor. <laughs> oh, snap. I yeah. also like rices to eat, and I'll, I love a plum. Yep. There's a lot of crust cuisine food. in here. God, once you start looking, like there's anemone and clam in this puzzle. The themes are so great. They're so rich. Just like having like 50 words. How many words are in this? 80? Something like so 80 words? So many words. Just More cool things are going to happen. Yeah. All right. But we got to move on. Yeah, let's move. Um, Thursday. <sighs> Thursday's a tricky day. Um, this is by co-constructed by Michael Blake and Jeff Chen. We heard about Jeff Chen earlier. Yes. Yeah. Now, Zach, mm. I can picture Thursday being your favorite solve of the week. Hmm. Am I wrong? Because it's our hardest themed solve. Yeah. And it's got tricky sticky wickets, you mm-hmm. know? This was hard for me. Can I just say that about this puzzle? Please. I don't have a favorite day. I like a nice themeless, you know, um, hard one. Mm. <laughs> that was the choice I wound up going with. <laughs> I was flummoxed by what was happening here till very late in the game. Mm-hmm. Can I try saying what's going on in Please. it? Sure. Okay, so the game is revealed at 58 across advantage or what the answer to each starred clue has. And the answer is upper hand and each of these mostly nonsensical seeming phrases has the word hand above it immediately in in the, the row above it. Yeah. So the themers are hand and then 20 across, e work, hand 33 across, e caps, hand 50 across, e men and hand 64 ed in handed in and what's really cool about this is that the hand in upper hand is not a squandered hand they right. use that one too i really appreciate that attention to detail there's not a there's not an unpaired hand in the house unhand me mhm yeah i i felt very satisfied when i when i cracked it and yeah. i think that that's really all i can ask for from a thursday puzzle that's mm-hmm. the moment. That's yeah. the juice. Oh. That's what we're coming here for. <sighs> Do you ever have the experience where you don't get the answer because you knew the answer, but you got it because you filled in all the adjacent clues? Ah. Well, uh, with 44 across, I didn't end up guessing that. I got it because I filled in the other clues, so I was staring at it. Uh, wondering what handy nasty was. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's really fun. That's oh uh, my god, busting a nut on the bus. Yeah, ah, I did there. a handy nasty. <laughs> wow. Busting on the bus, baby. Doing the handy nasty. 
That's oh, awesome. Andy Nasty. <laughs> it's great when letters can spell two things. Oh, God. Sometimes they spell even more than that. I, have a que- I gotta tell you. I have a question about one of them in here. 67 across, uh-huh. close to 10, say. Sexy? Yeah. Like, um, like a she's 10. A ten. Yeah. She's a 9. <laughs> well, why is that sexy? Why is that sexy, though? You're saying that, like, Bo Derek was in the movie 10 because she's a 10, I think. That's what it's like. But why couldn't you just say 10, say? Uh, What's the close I to? Guess she's sexy. She's not exactly <laughs> sex, but. When you're close to maybe. Mm. Am I missing See, something? See, there's like a really sick way of reading this, which is pedophile. Oh. Close to 10. Oh my God! Sexy. I don't. I. I can't even is, have imagined. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking twisted up here, bro. Uh, I hope that that's not it. No, I don't I think it I, is. That doesn't seem like it's it. I guess nine is pretty sexy if you're a nine. Yeah, you definitely. I mean, by that, by those rules. Or maybe it's about like the time of day. A sexy time. Close to ten. Sexy. Dark outside. <laughs> I'm st- I, these all are interesting things to say, um, and I don't, thanks, I don't know what it, what's generous. going on. <laughs> uh, we can move on. Um, <laughs> one clue I enjoyed was 22 down. Singers do it. The that answer is, is so. That's great. Misdirect a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Funny. Um, and then I had two questions. Never really understood these. 56 down, the clue is set two, and the answer is spat. And the, uh, can you... I think it's a bus. They had a real set to over whether that was a term you should put in a crossword clue. I I feel like oh a set to is a phrase for like a, a, fight. a fight. Okay, a fight, yeah, but like um, I heard that an adorable fight. That's like old timey, okay. you know, All and right. d- d- like gentleman like back in the old days when yeah. there wasn't real violence. I wanted to also <laughs> mention sixty three across. Um, Parker, who was the first president of Facebook. Now, this is a big Sean. Sean Parker. (laughs) That's right. And I just figured that we would, you know, just let everybody know that there are lots of Seans out there that are big. For no reason. And he's one of them. I. uh, That's... Amen, my friend. (laughs) 58 down. I liked the cluing of 58 down. It felt like a cool of-the-moment way to... And a... I oh, like that yeah. nod. The clue is Women's World Cup powerhouse. And of all the ways you could clue USA, that feels like a good, progressive, timely one. I like that. Good feelies. Yeah, good um, feelies. Uh, 59 down, clue is slammer. Answer is pen. Oh, yeah, sometimes it just takes me saying it. Yeah. <laughs> pog. Did you think it was pog for a second? <laughs> uh, what? Do you remember pogs? They were a fad toy in the pugs? 90s. Yeah. Oh, no. Did you have those? I didn't have pugs. But you have a Beavis and Butthead shirt on. They were contemporaneous. I, I, I'm not contemporaneous, really, okay. with Beavis and Butthead. I was born in 1994, so it's kind of a... Mm. You're like a pug. <laughs> You're a pug. <laughs> <laughs> What's a pug? Um, it's actually just like a circle of cardboard that's not fun. The so you didn't miss much. of cardboard that's <laughs> not that fun. That sounds like a shitty toy. I um, loved Friday's puzzle. Mm. Did I, you see the picture of the lady who constructed this puzzle? No, why? No. She's 
close to a 10, say. She is very <laughs> oh. good looking. Wow. What up, Caitlin Reed? Right in. You're Whitey a gmail.com. Beauty and brains. Um, I put so many hearts on my notes mm. oh. next to so many clues. That sounds nice. Um, I My favorite type of clue in a crossword is the, the kind that's in quotes. Oh, yeah. Um, a seven across. Yeah. Seven across is good. Mine. I got dibs. But I really liked um, 16 across. Oh, yeah. In quotes. Just curious. Mm. And the answer is no reason. <laughs> I just think it's funny. It's good. When uh, conversational phrases are put into the puzzle like that. Mm -hmm. Because I often think of, you know, you know, it's such a cerebral exercise on some level, but then there are parts of it that are just super colloquial. Mm -hmm. And when people say, like, I can't do the crossword puzzle, I'm not smart enough, I say, you know, just curious is also no reason, you know? Yeah. That's you, like something that, that's not trivia. Do you like the autobiographical 58 across? Mm. Yeah, I hearted that <laughs> one. Really hot is the clue. <laughs> Dead, Dead sexy. sexy. That could be uh, a person who's, what do you call them? A necrophiliac. Ooh, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Bus. I can play your game. <laughs> Bus in, baby. <laughs> um, did you get 18 across? Uh, clue is cue the violins, elicitor. Oh. Did you guess sob story like it's relatively great. quickly? Yeah. I did. I was on the same page with her. Yeah. I thought that was a good clue and answer. That's really great. I would I got it by doing all the other ones down and I was like, Sobs Tory. So it's like a wig competitor from back in early American <laughs> days. Uh, and I didn't none of this is true. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> I there's a um Janelle Monet has a song called Django Jane and uh -huh. that contains the lyric, cue the violins and violas. And then they like the beat changes right there and like these dope ass violins and violas come in. So I really liked thinking about that cool song while I saw, while I worked on this clue. Huh. I also love the pun on 22 across made a website. It's fun. Hell yeah. I dig that mm -hmm. question mark clue. Oh yeah. But you got to read it like. Made a website. Made a website. As high as you can go at, the, at the very last part there. Yeah. I like the pun in 22 across. Where it's oh, the Mike. last three letters All of right. the Very words good. bun. You should do Thank crossword you. puzzles <laughs> very much. <laughs> I liked 33 across too, which is um, the big boy answer of the puzzle. Yeah. Um, actors unions? Oh, <laughs> Sham marriages. When I got that, I was like, holy shit, mm -hmm. that's funny. Mm hmm. Agreed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was that enthusiastic. I loved it. I just couldn't match it in that moment. So I just said, mm-hmm. But I really <laughs> did like it. Uh. <laughs> Here's a, an interesting one to me. Uh -huh. I, I don't know if I've seen... I, I've not looked at as many puzzles as you and or your listeners. But 53 across is in brackets because there's no actual words spoken Love uh, that kind of clue. If mm -hmm. you catch my drift and the answer is wink, wink. Love that. Is I that, is that, that one. Is there a thing that 
that have you seen things like that? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Every, it's a convention. Yeah, every once in a whileer is what I would call it. Understood. And every once in a whileer, fail. I like fail. that a lot. There's yeah. probably a a different name for it, like egg corn or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, sometimes I like to bring up the clues that make me sad because I imagine somebody talking to me that way because you get some sassy clues in here. Uh, two down, the clue is definite no informally, <laughs> and the answer is hard pass. Yeah. Which I just imagine being the subject of a hard pass, and it makes Oof. me sad. It's not my favorite right. type of clue Somebody literally said that to me over Slack Oh no, at oh. work recently. Oh, no. She, I was like, hey, we're going out to dinner after work. Ditch what you're doing and hang out with us. And she was like, I'm actually going to Bikini Kill, so hard pass. And I was Ouch. like, no thanks, definitely works. Wow. Yeah. It does, I said, wow, whoa, 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 whoa. Doesn't have to be a hard pass. Oh, that would be great if I didn't have other things that are also already set in motion. Uh, oh, your thing yeah. sounds great too. Soft. Pa- I wish I didn't have to. <laughs> you know what I say to hard pass is uh, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Soft pass on hard pass. Or just uh, it's gonna be a no from me, dog. <laughs> dog. <laughs> Can I? Uh, here's a fun. Uh, Thirty-four across. Uh-huh. I didn't look at the answer, but the clue includes thirty-four down. Thirty-four down. I'm so sorry. The second word is. The name of the venue where the crossword show happened last night. Oh my oh, yeah. god, yeah. Clearance caveat. Mm, that's a- what they did after the first show. Yeah. So that our show could happen. A great yes. venue. And then the answer there in this puzzle is as is. A rapper who was mentioned in the show last night, yes. albeit spelled differently. Yes. Cool. Did you guys know 27 Down, world's longest wooden roller coaster with the... I do because I grew up in Cincinnati and that's at Kings Island, which yeah. is right near there. I'm from Indiana, Are so you? I've been to Kings Island many times and I rode the beast. Can we say, on, we'll go three, two, one, and then you say the city you grew up in Indiana and I'll say the city where I went to summer camp in for like 10 years. <laughs> okay, I don't think they're going to be the it's same. Three, I know two, there one. aren't any camps. Who knows? Say it. Did you go to Camp Tecumseh? No. Okay, then we'll do it. Okay. One, two, three. Zionsville. Mm, Worth a shot. Okay. (laughs) I liked it anyway. It was fun. (laughs) I thought it was a success. Uh, What do you guys think about 50 down Hooters owls? Yeah. I wrote LOL next to that. It's It's cute. It's fun. I'll also say that the the restaurant Hooters does have owls on their shirts. So they do? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's just a thing that exists. Is that where you have lunch usually? Me? Yeah, I know from looking at the shirts every day. <laughs> I go in and I order uh, the vegan special at Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're a vegan at Hooters, you have to wear a blindfold. Yeah, that's that's I mean uh, for your mouth, definitely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> a blindfold for your mouth. Um, let's move on quickly. We'll do Saturday. Um, this is by Ryan McCarty. This took me a while. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit of a slow solve for mm-hmm. me, and I did not print it out because, as I said, don't have access to a printer on the weekends, except but- for the library, which costs money, and I didn't go. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible producer. 
dope stack of uh, eights and nines stair-stepping its way up there, huh? Yeah, the middle stack cool. is very cool. Um, know what we're talking about? Zoink. All oh. those long ones. It's cool that they line up like that. And I like, um, I like the term of 31 across. The clue is squeezes hmm. into shoehorns. Mm-hmm. I like that because it's a phrase or a word that is um, like, you know, metaphorical, but referring to a real thing that mm-hmm. really does what it's doing, which is get your foot in a shoe. That's cool. Why is it called a horn? Do you guys know? Um, If I had to guess right off the top of my head, you I would to. say yeah. it's probably because it was like made out of some kind of a bone material. Oh, when like it was the horn first. of an animal. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Great guess. Thank you. I liked the overlapping confluence of blue moon, green tape, a phrase I did not know. Yeah. And claret red. It was a cool red, green, blue convergence up there in the upper right. Yeah. What is the meaning of green tape? Time consuming environmental procedures. Mm. Like red tape. Oh, yeah. But green. But I feel or like. Or be an example. Well, Washing out your peanut butter jar. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you have to, or else they won't take it at the recycling China. I just feel like it's still red tape, even if it's about environmental matters. Right. And let's not make it cute. But red tape is stuff that stops you because it's red. And green tape, you want to go and do it because it's green. Yeah, that's true. And it's salad, mm-hmm. which is good for vegan. And money because mm-hmm. yeah. it's vegan. Um, I also liked that bit of honey crosses with beehive right in the middle. Oh, that's so good. And the H. really good. Oh, that's nice. Oh, I'm now seeing that 50 across got auto-filled for me because I don't know what an oast is. Yeah, nobody knows that. Did you, Olivia? Mm, I've heard of it because there's a brewery called Edmund's Oast that I'm familiar with, but I don't know what an oast is. What's the clue? Brewery fixture. Oh, I guess it's a thing that you find at a brewery. I guess. That's what I... Oh. I know what fixture means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Good. Should I make the crossword puzzles? Yes, yeah. you should. I do kind of want to now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's all collab. How about um, 17 across is the answer. The entry is Ivan Drago. Mm-hmm. And 13 down, the clue is Great Red Dragon in Revelation. Ooh. That's kind of nifty. Yeah. Satan. Drago. Yeah, that is nifty. Wow, I didn't even consider that. How about Iron Man and Cerebro next to each other in the bottom right? (sighs) Those are both from Marvel Comics. But the clue for Iron Man is grueling kind of race. I didn't even... I was at the coffee shop doing this puzzle, and I went up to get a refill, and I was like, does anyone know what the brainwave amplifying (laughs) device in X-Men was? And they were like, um... Siri, bro. Please. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Siri, bro. And it'll tell you. Sorry, bro. I don't know. Wait, that's it. So, Olivia, you tweeted um, about 14A. Did anyone come for you? Uh, no, they didn't come for me. They, I mean, they came with some answers. One guy was just... What so, basically... The clue is lead role in Rent, and the answer is Mimi. And uh, the way that I was reading the clue, uh, the issue that I took with it was 
I didn't know there was a lead of Rent, and if there was, I would not have picked Mimi. Mm-hmm. I would have More picked the guy a- with the orange hair who is filming all of this action within the film of an ensemble Mm -hmm. it's more of an ensemble but then this guy on twitter was just like "Eh, i just read it as a lead role in rent Mm. of many so it didn't really go anywhere but i did i did ask the people if they had a take on it so they didn't care they (laughs) cool (laughs) i like uh 49 across a lot the clue is really cute to me in a pickle or in a jam is the clue. And That's the answer fun. is idiom. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I, I don't know if this is a thing that you've thought about, but I've thought about it. Do you think that in a pickle comes from uh, a dilemma, a dilly, a dilly of a pickle? Oh, hmm. I don't know. Or did I make that up? I don't know. Great. Further research is in order. Okay. Write in whiteypuzzleman at gmail.com. If you pickle, you know, what you pickle, you can send us a jar of pickles. Any final thoughts about Saturday's puzzle? One, one time, this is also just a jam-related thing, I saw <laughs> a, uh, a printing store near me had a sign out front that said, printing is our jam. And I was like, <laughs> but that's not what you want for printing, <laughs> for there to be a jam. It's good. Uh, but they, I'm still talking about it. <laughs> so everyone go to the place I'm talking Marketing about. Marketing <laughs> and advertising. All right. I feel like we did it. I feel like we covered it. What do you think? We solved the puzzles. Yeah, this was so fun. Thank you both for being here. Thank you for having. It was fun. I appreciate being a guest on your podcast. <laughs> it was fun. No, I meant That's it. all. It was fun. The <laughs> Whitey Puzzleman's crossword. Thing hour. podcast guest might say. <laughs> Sincerely, but confusingly. No, that wouldn't have a question mark at the end. Uh, if you know what I mean, wink, wink. I yeah. said out loud, no brackets. Anything you want to tell the people about, like maybe people who don't know you but know us, a.k.a. our parents. Oh, <laughs> sure. Or uh, some, maybe my cousins, you know, could be a, any member of my family. Yeah. I'll say something to your parents. <laughs> Bianca's apartment is really nice and clean. Thank you. And it's light and pleasant to walk into. The books are organized by color. There's Thanks. no, there's not a weird smell when you enter the space, which is really nice. <laughs> and Bianca just generally seems to be a person who has her shit together. And uh, we've known each other for less than 24 hours, person to person. So good mm. job. I'm glad we didn't Family. record in my apartment because I don't need you telling my parents what you see. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Bianca's got good crossbreeze, I find, which helps with the temperature and the stench. Yeah. I- Her natural. My odor. Cross breeze and words. Cross breeze. Oh, okay. oh man. We really found it. <laughs> right in the pocket. And with that, we'll see you next week. And thank you for listening. <laughs>